Hello and welcome to episode 33 of El Vanilo, the podcast that looks at the greatest albums of all time and compares them to music today. My name is Matt and with me is always sweetness that follows me, Adam and Grace. Nice to to see you both. Adam, you look like you're about to vomit. It's nice. (laughs) It's nice. (laughs) How are you, Adam? How are you doing? I'm good, I'm good. Uh, a little bit tired for doing these early morning sessions. Yeah. Um, but that's because I stayed up late watching TikToks because uh. I do now, clearly. I'm a 16-year-old child again. I'm trying to <laughs> jump on those latest trends. I don't, do, I want to clarify, I don't do TikToks. I just watch them. I've never mm. done one. And mm. I don't think I ever will. What's the that best? That justifies it. I think it does. What's the best TikTok you've ever seen? Oh, that's a tough one. They're not as memorable as Vines, which if everyone remembers them from the the mid two thousand tens, um, were very popular and are very memorable and quotable. I don't think any of these are as quotable. Um or if they are I've just Oh, there's one it's a bit rude, it's got a swear word in, which is someone um basically replacing the live, laugh, love things with um alive <laughs> and then the F word for live, wow. laugh, love. It's quite right. funny. Oh, great. Um, that's, a, that's a funny one. Um, it doesn't sound funny when I say it. But. <laughs> <laughs> Vine was better though, wasn't it? Vine was great. So quotable. Oh, so good. I am the vine. You are the branches. You know, all that. <laughs> that bit, bit of early morning bread. Yeah, sorry. That's the vine I meant. The Lord himself. <laughs> <laughs> Grace, how are you doing? Um, and yeah, I do pretty good, you know. Good stuff. Alive and well. Still kicking. You know, how are you doing? All good, yeah. Have you had any um, dog disasters this week or have we been all right? Um, do you know, no poo in the car this week, so we're winning. We're, win- <laughs> we're winning. We're winning. <laughs> I feel like that's such a, a low bar. <laughs> no poo in the car. That's all I ask. Don't you find that, like, because we're in lockdown 2.0, that every bar has been lowered, like all the things yeah. that you, like... Have you had a good week? Yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> I'm still. Oh, guys, <laughs> guys, I got the fact th- that last week my highlight was the poo. Yeah, well, I was, <laughs> it really says something about this year. <laughs> well, my highlight was that I got a COVID test. Like literally, that's the highlight. Ooh. I did my uh, Mayor Joe Anderson COVID test, where everyone wow. in Liverpool can get one. Which neither of you do actually live in Liverpool, do you? So no, you can't get one. I still, uh, I still qualify because I work in Liverpool. Oh yeah, of course. Um, Ugh. So, uh, and my work is being quite. We should all get one. You should get one. We should all get one. Are you my get manager one? has apparently had three <laughs> over, over the course of the year. Maybe not, but over the course of the year, she's had three different COVID tests. Wow, there you go. Bit mad. Better safe than sorry. I always say. I guess. Are you Adam's boss? <laughs> <laughs> How many cotton swabs can you have with your nose and your throat? That's it. Guys, I, I did not vomit, so that's good, but I did gag pretty horrendously. Ugh. And the guy in the booth next to me, I mean, it's not. I'm not going to do it, but he was like heaving pretty Ooh. rough. It was pretty grim. I, and I, I, my first thought was, well, at least I'm not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> People have surely thrown up on them, like when they're doing the test. Well, there's a bucket Mostly. and everything, so there's a bucket you can, you know, have a Shundering. go on. Yeah. Anyway, so this is a pretty grim topic, but if you're in <laughs> Liverpool, get a test. What's mm. it going to harm you? Mm. What's it going to do? It's worth doing. It's worth getting done. So there you go. Guys, this week we are talking about automatic for the people. And I'd like to just put it in here now that last week I consistently said that this album was called Automatic People, even though that's not mm. the album title. And I thought about going back and changing it. And just couldn't be bothered. I'm sorry, just didn't get the chance. I think what you mean, Matt, is that you were not couldn't be bothered, but you were keeping the authenticity of the product and was deciding to keep it pure. That's what it. happens, happens. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, Stella Lennon or whatever again. <laughs> here, here at Elvenilo, Adam, let me tell you, <laughs> integrity is king. Oh, for sure. Mm. <laughs> what you get is what you get. We don't pretend to be others. <laughs> it's not even what you see is what you get. What you get is what you get. You're not seeing it. You're oh, just getting it. <laughs> well, anyway, we're doing Automatic for the People by R.E.M. 
apologies for my mistake last week, uh, from 1992. Here we will insert a mediocre ageist joke from Grace. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be nice to you this week, Matt. How are you? I am, yeah. Well, I look forward to that. Uh, well, how old were you in 92, Matt? One. One Beautiful. year old. One decade. <laughs> Sorry. And there you go. There it is. Mediocre <laughs> ages joke inserted. <laughs> Thanks. Chris. I didn't intentionally set that up for you, Grace, but oh, I'm glad you so caught good. on to it anyway. So good. Adam, oh, give us some hmm. history about 1992. Uh, 92. We're in the 90s, people. The 90s. So, quite a few events happened in the 90s. Um, one of the big ones, which affected us. In 2060, was the signing of the, and I'm going to say this wrong, Maastricht Treaty, Maastricht Treaty, which founded the European Union. So, so Europe, as a construct, had been around for for a long time, especially after uh, World War Two, when they went from the League of Nations or whatever it was called to uh, to the Europe, the Europe. Um, but yeah, the European <laughs> Union, the idea, I don't know what it's called, the idea of a market. Uh, a central market uh, was founded in 1992. Uh, and Denmark, actually at the time, in, in 92, rebelled against it. They had a referendum. They had a, a Dexit, if you want to call it that, a Dexit. <laughs> like, straight away in 1992, they were like, not sure about this. And it was quite close. But um, but Denmark was like, no, nah, we don't want to sign it. But they did get into talks with the EU and they um, they did work out some kind of trade deal. It's all very boring, but uh, but yeah. And then a few years, about a few years later, many decades later, we would go, sack that off. We don't want to be part of that thing. Come on. Um, guys, a big one. A big one, I think, for all of us. Yeah. Cartoon Network was launched. Oof. They start off just showing old Looney Tunes, Hanna-Barbera, which is like the Flintstones and stuff like that, cartoons. All these old cartoons. Their first cartoon that they aired was a Looney Tunes short from the 40s called The Great Piggy Bank Robbery. Um, mm. And then later on in the decade, they would start to make their own programs, ones we love, such as Coward the Courage the Cowardly Dog, Ed, Ed and Eddie. Coward the Courageley Dog. Yep, Coward the Courageley Dog. <laughs> yeah. Um, Cow and Chicken. Do you ever remember Cow and Chicken? That was a good one. What, what was um, our favourite Cartoon Network production? <sighs> I was a big fan of Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah. I think I think Ed, Ed and Eddie gets it for me. C- Courage the Cowardly Dog always scared me a little bit. It was always very weird. I don't remember um, that. But cow, cow and Chicken, also really good. And there was one about two beavers as well. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember the name of it. Unless it was called Two Beavers. But yeah. M- what, maybe what this does show I'm a little bit older than you guys, but uh, Dexter's Lab was my favourite. Oh. Oh, yes. You used oh, to great. rave over Dexter's Lab, I remember. To be fair. I had a little head, you know, the bobble head things? Yeah. I did I a little bobble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a bobble head of Dexter. I loved it. Can I tell I still we, watch Dexter's Lab, right? Uh, but only one episode. And I don't know if either of you remember it, but where... Um... I know what you're going to say straight away. <laughs> <laughs> it lives in my head, rent free. <laughs> where he's trying to learn French. Grace, have you ever seen that one? I don't, I don't know. And he puts so his good. big machine on that is like it's just basically a cd player but it's massive and uh, the, <laughs> the cd gets stuck on a omelet du fromage right and, and then all when he wakes up all he can say for the rest of his life is <laughs> omelets with cheese basically um and like he's going through his whole life and it, like everybody loves that he can speak french now and that's all he can say and he becomes like rich and famous and like He's going around and basically he just <laughs> says this one wise word, omelette du fromage, and like everyone kicks off. He gets all these girls, like everything's happening. And then he gets he, all the girls. Honestly, that's what happens. And then he goes into yeah. um, he goes into his lab because his lab is so well built, he needs to put in the password, but he has to speak it. But because he can uh. only say omelette du fromage, he basically <laughs> blows up the whole lab. <laughs> and it's like so it's good. the it's the best the best episode ever so good the, the, the scene from that which which sticks in my head and it lived me and i think i remember watching it as a kid was when he's like sitting on a school bench and like these girls come up to him and they're like oh say the thing again next thing he's like 
what I'm going to do for Mars. And he whispers it in there. And then their boyfriends come up. And he's like, hey, man, that's my girlfriend. And he starts like panicking, going, I'm going to do for Mars. I'm going to do for Mars. And then they go, oh, oh, sorry, man. And they let him get away. <laughs> it's actually dev funny, isn't it? <laughs> so good. <laughs> go, we'll link that in uh, the show notes <laughs> below because that is uh, absolute gold. It still lives up. But, uh, uh, yeah. yeah. Doesn't he? I think he like runs through a field naked or something like that. Screaming off Mars, like naked, like in a yeah. joyous way. And some hippie on a stone is like, and he's stoned clearly, it's like a play on words. He's like, yeah, man, you go, I'm going to do for us. So funny. So good. J- Johnny uh, Bravo was another f- a favourite of the match. Johnny Bravo. Very problematic these days, though. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Why? Oh, he's very sexually uh, oh, really? aggressive. Oh. Yeah, it's real bad. It's real creepy. Oh, gosh. Um, I like that his accent is like overdone Elvis. Like, it's, hey, more. I just I'm so into that. I mean, I'm not into it, but I just find it funny now. I don't go around saying things. I'm not into it. <laughs> I'm a bit into it. That's very funny. Um, yeah, also, still sticking on the cartoons, Pinky in the Brain, which oh, has one of the best oh, theme songs ever. Um, Becky still says to me, what do you want to do today, Pinky? And I'm like, flipping egg. Don't want to play this game. And then she then finishes it by saying, like, oh, we're going to take over the world. You know, finishes the whole thing. <laughs> As if we are Pinky in the Brain. Not sure which one's Pinky. we do every night. <laughs> Try to take over the world. So good. Uh, so, yeah, causing Network, bringing joy to millions, if not billions, of children throughout the years. Um, and one adult also, who still watches Armley <laughs> Do From Us. With one episode of Dexter's Lab that they play on repeat. <laughs> but also bringing joy to millions of children and adults alike. Euro Disney opened in France in 1992. And I'm going to tell people, if you have Disney+, Plus, there is a documentary on there about how they opened all the parks. And there's an episode on how they opened Euro Disney and it was such a gamble for them. Um, but it like paid off. and It's like really, really interesting stories that they have about opening Euro Disney. Mm-hmm. So definitely, definitely get on that. The Magic Kingdom arrived in France. Uh, also, opened McDonald's opened its first McDonald's in Beijing, in China. China, um, <laughs> which is quite incredible. Won't be able to say that for long, so might as well get our China's in. it all out. Um, <laughs> guys, how good is it that he's going to be gone? It's it doesn't good, even it? like it's not our country, but. But will he go? Well, that'd be interesting. Gotta go, Annie. That too. What the Constitution says. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Like we have a clue. (laughs) Uh, But in some sad news in 1992, Charles and Diana separated. Mm. Two years around the country. And Diana, I believe then, on her next outing, wore that famous dress. So she wore this famous black dress that had no shoulder shoulders on it, and that was like a big deal. People got it was it was like people called it Diana's revenge dress. Like that. <laughs> uh, I'm sure we'll get into some conspiracy theories about Diana's mm. death at a later date. Yeah, that's what this podcast has been leading up to. It's just yeah. Diana conspiracy theories. <laughs> I, I tell you, people do love Diana. When I went to Malta last year in February. Uh, came across a bar that was called the Diana or the Princess Diana, and uh, and I had a picture of Diana. It was like a a themed in memorial bar, man. Like, uh-huh. like a candle People's in the wind. Oh. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what a response! We candle in the wind. Um. Also, smokers everywhere rejoiced when they were trying to quit. And got help from the nicotine patch that was introduced in uh, in 1992, which I thought was a, an earlier invention, but no. People could uh, get that nicotine right on their skin. Uh, right and then on their skin. In technology news, the final point I've got for 1992, AT&T, which is an American company, released a video telephone for the grand price of $1,499. I know, steep. Uh, and I can imagine that the camera quality wasn't that good. <laughs> and it's a bit mad because we've got Zoom now, which is, like, free. <laughs> and, like, you can do it on virtually any phone nowadays mm. as long as it's got a forward-facing camera. Um, 
Then we're all using Macs, aren't we? So, I mean, at a certain we point in time, we would have spent yeah. quite a lot on a Mac or whatever. Or on our phones. True. True. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, people, you know, you can get any tablet, quite cheap tablets these days. and you know, Black Friday's coming, guys. Black Friday is coming. Come on. Let that consumerism envelop you. <laughs> <laughs> Power to the capitalism. Um, guys, do you want to know who was born this year? I only have one name. Not me. I was the year before. You were born in 1818. Mm. Right. The century before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dead funny, that no. guy's thanks. Dead funny. <laughs> uh, the person who was born, uh, she was born in the USA and she came in like a wrecking ball. That's right. Mm. Miley Cyrus. Born in 1992. That's all I've got. <laughs> Literally, <from laughs> the website I, I used for facts didn't have anyone else. So clearly... <laughs> No one else that was important was born. It was a slow year for hospitals. It was a slow year. One person, one person in the whole world was born. <laughs> one born a year. One, one born every year. It was a uh, Cyrus. So that's some things that happened in in ninety two. Yeah. Amazing, good stuff. Some notable albums that I found: "Vulgar Display of Power" by Pantera. Mm. So good. Uh, "Generation Terrorist" by the Manistry Preachers. The Chronic by Dr. Dre, Images in Words, and sorry, Images and Words by Dream Theater, uh, so and good. Rage Against Machines album, Rage Against the Machine, uh, which is amazing. Some great albums. They were the best I could find. There was a lot of bad albums too. Yeah, I tried to find some and I couldn't. It was impossible. But there mm. you go. And this album that we're going to be looking at today, Automatic for the People. So we're going to take a break. And then we are going to talk about that album. Amazing. So welcome back from the break. Uh, we're going to talk about R.E.M. and their album Automatic for the People. And R.E.M., a rock band from uh, Georgia, formed in 1980. Uh, and this is obviously 12 years after when they released this album and uh, R.E.M. are cited as one of the early alternative rock bands so uh, alternative music wasn't really a thing before R.E.M. existed so this is their eighth album uh, they've been going 12 years it comes out in 1992 with Warner Brothers Records and you know it has John Paul Jones who does the string arrangements on it really interesting and uh the album covers topics like mortality, loss, mourning, and nostalgia. Uh, upon its release, it was a massive success. It sold over 18 million copies worldwide. And it had six singles from this album. And I'm sure we'll have heard some of the songs before if we hadn't even heard uh, the album before. But let's talk about some of our highlights. Adam, what did you think of this album? So I had uh, little to no expectations going in on this, <laughs> uh, as I hadn't really heard R.E.M. Um, I'd heard Everybody Hurts. Uh, what a song, guys, eh? Love Everybody Hurts. <laughs> uh, although it's a bit tainted because it just reminds me of those really sad adverts where appeals for, like, places mm, going to hardship. But still, good song, and, you know, it kicks up and all that. Um, and that's all I have to say that's positive. Um, <laughs> Guys, the, these songs, they don't leave an impression on me. They don't speak to me. They don't seem to say anything to me. Like, it's got all these apparently deep things, and it probably does, but but the fact that the music is so bland to me, I don't find it interesting. I don't think it's that good. It's good music. Like, technically, I'm sure it's good, but I just, it just doesn't do anything for me. Mm -hmm. um, so it doesn't make me want to listen to it, really. It doesn't make me want to pay attention to the lyrics at all don't grab me uh i put here it seems like it's a bad hangover from the 80s Ooh. sounds a little bit dated sounds a little mm. bit like obviously it's early 90s so it's gonna be that but you know if you want sort of alternative type of music nirvana had come out with never mind the year before you know what i mean like that's that's alternative that's like, not dated not either i don't think that's a dated album no no it's sick. not it's not and all the other albums you mentioned well, a lot of them are a little bit dated, but Rage Against Machines' album's not dated. That's still, you know. 
And that, the lyrics in your face, you know what it's about. And it's very angry and you like it. Um, yeah, Very I angry just, and I like it. Yeah. But this one's just just sad, but like not interestingly sad. Um, mm. Rolling Stones reviewer Paul Jones said, this is the members of REM delving deeper than ever, growing sadder and wiser. Boring. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Um, however, it wasn't boring, this is what I found out, it wasn't boring to the people of New Zealand, who evidently loved it, as it reached number one in the New Zealand album charts and went platinum over there. Nice. Hang on. Just thought Same I'd end on, on some facts. Because good stuff. <laughs> I don't have anything good to say. About it, it, just, it just didn't do anything for me. And people, do people rave about R.E.M.? Is R.E.M. anyone's favourite band? I'm not sure. Because they don't seem to do much for me. That's what I thought, oh. but then I looked into this album and people loved it. Like, it had six singles, 18 million copies. It was, like, the biggest album of the year. Crazy. Mad. Don't get it, personally. That's, <laughs> that's my thoughts on it. Um, not worth the hour and a bit that I spent listening to it, in my opinion. Okay, fair enough. Mm. It's, not, it's not like Tommy level, where, like, it's terrible and unlistenable, too. Because they're, they're a golden moment. Everybody Hits is a good song. Um... Man on the Moon is a catchy chorus. Um, but then they're two of the band's biggest songs, I'd argue. So, yeah, fair enough, of course, I'd like them. But not, not garbage, garbage, but not really worth my time. <laughs> I like what you did there as well with uh, Paul Jones. We're now crit- critiquing the critics. Mm-hmm. That's, oh, yeah. that's the level we're at, guys. That's the... Uh... <laughs> Hold them accountable. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Grace, what did you think of this album? Um, do you know what? I'm surprised, really, because I was listening to this and I thought, because of the reputation that R.E.M. seems to have, everyone, like Adam was saying, seems to, you know, they seem to create quite quite a good fan base and things like that. People enjoy them. Um, and I didn't. I'm on board with Adam here. I thought the whole album was one big snooze. <laughs> One big snooze. big snooze. And like the first song on an album, you've got to be like setting the tone for yeah. what's to come, right? And Drive is possibly the worst one. Just a massive snooze. It's a it's a dive. That's what they should have called it. Dive. <laughs> Not drive. Honestly, snooze after snooze, to be honest, this album for me. <laughs> and the song's... And like, yeah, everyone knows everybody hurts. And yeah, that's the peak of this album, to be honest, because everyone knows it, because it's appropriate for sad adverts and things like that. <laughs> so cynical. Because <laughs> it's appropriate. Um, and like, there were some that were fine. The instrumental, to be honest. I was, I was waiting for some lyrics. I was waiting for I, some Yeah, I thought that for me was an interesting curveball and I respect that curveball. So that's probably the most interesting point of the album, but just interesting. Cool. It's the only adjective I can think. It's not a. It's not a particularly outstanding instrumental. No. no. It didn't move me to tears. It, the album bored me to tears, but. <laughs> I mean, yeah, and it was fine, and it was nothing like you know lyrically inspiring or musically inspiring. It was all just fine. Do you know like? Just nothing stand out about it. Just like, yeah, fine. Right. I feel like not a lot of effort went into the album and it was just like, meh, like, let's make another a, album. A very grey album. And the album yeah. all like reflects that. It's just... There's not ready. a lot going on. Yeah. I mean, I like the strings. Good use. And I can't remember which song it is now, which starts with, like, the tuning up. The string instruments. I can't remember now because it... Wasn't that great, but like that was an interesting beginning. Fine, do you know, it was all just fine. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I your thoughts? Yeah, I I didn't love it. I won't ever listen to it again. Um, I tried to find what I try and do is just try and find some positives with this stuff, right? (laughs) So, so I'm gonna just say something. Suffering is pretty universal, isn't it? Mm. Like it's one of the only universal things we have. Even more universal than love. Not everyone experiences love. (laughs) Really depressing. (laughs) But it's true though, isn't it? And I think like, you know, this this year I'm learning to lament. 
You know what I mean? Mm. I'm learning how to praise through the suffering. And I feel like that's what this album does, but not all the time very well. <laughs> so some of the lyrics, I'm like, I don't understand. Like, I don't understand what this song is saying because it's just weird. You know what I mean? It's just like, mm. so this band, Everything, Everything, they, uh, their lyricist writes down just like newspaper cuttings and things like that and puts them together in lyrics, right? And I feel like that's what this is. It just doesn't, it's just a, yeah. it's like a scrabble board just put together. You know what I mean? I really struggle. But things like everybody hurts, I'm like, yeah, sometimes everybody does hurt. We do. And I can get behind, I can't get behind it, but I can like, I can relate to it. Do you know what I mean? And I thought it was a pretty beautiful song. Sure. Mm. And when we listened to Mm. Bruce's song, One Minute You're Here, the other week, it was the same feeling like, yeah, one minute I am here. And the next minute I won't be. And that's sad, man. (laughs) And that mortality, (laughs) like, actually is worth dealing with rather than just ignoring. And I think, like, you know, we were talking about Black Friday before. We do kind of just ignore things by being consumerist instead, don't we? So, anyway. So, I thought that was a great song and a highlight and probably doesn't get much better. Um, Every electric piano on this album sounds great. It's very low in the mix. But it's a good sound in electric piano. None of this. I got a plug in and it sounds good. Now this is a proper good electric <laughs> yeah, okay. piano sound. And I thought John Paul Jones' strings are great. They sound really good. They are good. I thought the mix on this album was inconsistent and didn't always sound that good. Sometimes the vocals are really beha- like really low in the mix, but then there's nothing interesting happening on top of them, so it's just boring. Um. The song Sidewinder Sleeps Tonight. Right. So there's this lyric called that says, Call me when you try to wake her up, right? And for years, this is gonna be a this is a classic return to a feature Adam where Matt says the lyrics that he thought it has been for twenty years, right? <laughs> but I thought it was calling Charles Baker. And I've always been like, Who's Charles Baker, man? <laughs> Who are they calling? <laughs> but those lyrics don't fit in that gap there. Right. It's just, yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, I said I was going to try and bring some positivity, but I didn't really. Uh, <laughs> That's I, okay. Yeah, it is okay. You know, everybody hurts, especially while That's listening to this album. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Grace, I've got a question for you. Ooh, hit me. I, I've asked Adam this before. But okay. did man actually walk on the moon? Uh, now, Adam loves the conspiracy theory. I do. And Adam loves to be a negative Nancy. Whoa. Whereas I, on the other hand, I like to be a positive Patricia, right? Do you actually? Because so, I haven't seen that. So, so, When's she arriving? I, got the Zoom code. When's she coming? <laughs> Can we invite um, her to so, Albanila? I No, no, my time now. My time now. So I like to think, do you know what? If they said they went to the moon, let let them have gone to the moon. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't keep me awake at night. It doesn't impede my life whether or not they went to the moon. So do you know what? Let them have gone to the moon. Blindly following the narrative. (laughs) Sheep. Wow. Sheep everywhere. Well, there you go. Proof right there that the REM song is right. If you believe they did. Walk on the moon. That is the exact lyric right there. I didn't, I didn't mess that <laughs> up at all. With, with that intonation as well, if you believe. If you believe. <laughs> they did. That guy's vocal is pretty annoying as well, isn't it? Like, he's he's quite famous. It would have been good for me to look up his name, but I haven't even bothered to do <laughs> that. that. Guy. He's a, I feel like he's a Gary. I don't know why. I feel like he's not. Here's the thing. If, let's, let's, talk, let's talk about whiny vocals, because some people do whiny vocals, and it sounds... Decent, it sounds good. Hello, Chris Martin I'm here right here. No. <laughs> Chris Martin from Coldplay. Coldplay for years, I didn't like them because oh, they just do whiny, depressing songs, which is true, but I actually like that about them now. And Chris Martin has a bit of a, a whine, kind of a whiny voice, but it works. Liam Gallagher, not got the best voice. A little bit whiny sometimes when he says shine, but it works. Sounds good when he does it. Mm. This fella is boring. I, I, I have a certain impression of him when I hear his voice in my mind. And he's... He's a grey man. Very grey. Not a lot of colour in his cheeks. Very boring. 
Um, his name is Michael Stipe. Uh, we should have known that. Very old. I apologize to any Garys out there that I might have offended by saying he sounds like a Gary. Yeah. Yeah. Just. Do you, do you know what? Um, I don't want to bring this up, Adam, but once you got you got told by our dad not to be boring, right? Mm. And it's something <laughs> something that stayed with you uh, for all this time, which is sad. I mean, all it was about a year ago. But I want to say to Michael, don't be boring, Michael. Don't be boring, Michael. Come on. He's not even a Mike. He's a Michael. Don't be a Debbie Downer. Come on. Mm. Eat chip. <laughs> but yeah, so that that's a thought on this album. Yeah, all done. Nothing there. Uh, Nothing to write home about. Is anyone going to listen to any of these songs ever again, like out of choice? Not unless that one comes up on an advert. Yeah. Yeah, everybody here might pop up in a playlist and I might not turn it off, but only because I'll probably be singing in the shower and it's fun to belt things mm. on in the shower, you know what I mean? Mm. But, that, but that's, the, that's the peak, that's the pinnacle of the album, isn't it? And like, there's yeah, a big yeah. gap in between that song and the rest of the album, in my yeah. opinion. And it's not even a very, very tall peak. It's not like the Himalayas. This is like, you know, a very small hill. It's not, it's not a big peak at all. It's very climbable. Your nan could do it. And the peak has been created by advertisement, not by them. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. Did anyone? So here in the UK, we have this thing called Children in Ears, uh, where like. It's a Friday night and they do like uh, five hours of content on TV and they show you like crying children and then they show you like a comedy sketch and you basically raise money <laughs> for charity. And Which last, last night, by the way. Yeah, last night. That's why yeah. it was just in my head. It's not every Friday night, just to clarify. Yeah, just once a year. <laughs> and um, last night they were singing, these kids were singing Stop Crying Your Heart Out by um, Oasis. And I just thought, how insensitive, because <laughs> so, some kids should be crying at our talk because they've got a terrible life, but you've just picked some here, put them on the TV, and told them to sing Stop Crying Your Heart Out. You know what it's I mean? like when you tell kids not to cry, let them cry. Some kids need to cry. Mm. Get it out. Better out than in. Everybody hurts. Everybody sometimes. hurts. <laughs> but anyway, so, I mean, this has just flared up some bugbears for us, basically, hasn't it? Where people... <laughs> Manipulate emotions to make money. Mm. Great. <laughs> I'm loving the vibe right here, right now. <laughs> Debbie Downer has come to all of us. Okay. Honestly, Rem did it. Why don't we take a break and we will talk about Without Fear by Dermot Kennedy. Amazing. So we're going to talk about Dermot Kennedy uh, and his album Without Fear. And he is an Irish singer-songwriter and musician. He is best known for his 2019 single Outnumbers and his 2020 single Giants. He's a pretty new uh, artist and this is his first Mm -hmm. album. Uh, And so rather than like eight albums on with R.E.M., we're looking at someone's very first album. So... Uh, what did we think about Without Fear? Adam, we started with you last time. So, Grace, tell us Oof. what you thought. Guys, where has Dermot been all my life? Mm. Where has Dermot been? I'm so glad he's now entered my life. What a beautiful, beautiful album this was. First song, just his voice. I was sold. Mm. I was like, Dermot, this is, this is my kind of vibe. I was ready to declare right then in about the first five seconds that this album was one of the greatest. Maybe not one of the greatest. Let's not go that far. Let's not play it to the aliens in space again. You know. Um, (laughs) 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 But I loved it. You know, I just thought, especially compared to the R.E.M. album, which was just jargon, lyrically was just like what was going on. This one, lyrically, there's so much substance there's so much vulnerability to the lyrics and I think that is reflected in the music or like the dynamic changes everything there's so much emotion in this album and I love it I love an emotional album I love to get deep 
And I love to. <laughs> I love to get teeth. Um, yeah, some highlights for me. An evening I will not forget without fear. Um, dance under the red skies. Just, I just loved it. I don't think there was one that I listened to and was like, uh, turn that off. I loved it. I loved it all. I lo- Thank you, Dermot, for your vulnerability. Deep, <laughs> raw. I feel that raw. Amazing. I feel, I feel it. Grace, give us a score out of five. Oh, 4.5. Wow. Brilliant. I love it. I really do. Wow. Adam, thoughts? Thoughts? Um, I'm on the same same wavelength oh, come as, on. as Grace. Um, the opener, loved it. An yes. evening I will not forget, and I won't forget it. Great vocal tone, great <laughs> piano sound. The emotion is present. It builds really nicely. Oh, come on. Um, the vocal effect is slightly odd in the chorus, but I can get past that. I can move mm. past it. Mm. It's fine. It, it, it mm. um, power over me. The corner, which he said when he wrote it, he had Mumford and Sons in his mind. And you can get, he's got a bit of a Mumford vibe to him for some mm. of his songs. Um, outnumbered, great songs. If I could have a criticism, if I could, it may be about the drums on some of the songs. Do they need to be there? Are they sometimes a bit overpowering? It's kind of got that, not that trap beat so much, but it, it's very classical music. Not classical music, it's very classic sounding music with modern drums on it. Um, but if that's the folk pop slash electric sound that he's going for, it, it fits. Mm. I, that's me being harsh. That's me just trying yeah. to... Yeah. That's the negative, Nancy. You've got to give the balanced argument. Got to give the balanced argument. Devil's advocate. Mm, mm. Putting that aside, his voice is super easy to listen to. Yes, it it, is. it's got that edge to it, kind of what Lewis Capaldi's got, which I really love. Mm. I really love that in a in a male vocal uh, and a female vocal, just a bit a bit of grittiness. Mm. Um, yeah, overall, it's a good album. He's got a bit of a poetry rap vibe to some mm. of his verses. Um, some parts remind me of some of the rhythms of Hamilton. Um, which is obviously quite similar as in it's a musical, so it's got that classical musical sound, but it's got those rap, hip-hop, pop influences, R&B influences embedded in it as well. So it's got it's got that a bit of that to it. Um, I think them it could be massive in time. Uh, if you can follow this album up with another solid one, some good singles, it'll go far. Um, I think him and Lewis Capaldi, possibly two of the best male vocalists mm. in the pop world at the moment Oof, um, big words. on the radio at least um, and they sound quite similar so maybe you know maybe one's just copying the other but very good so I enjoyed mm. it I enjoyed it a lot good stuff good stuff mm. I liked his voice very good Ooh. voice very very good voice it's like a I think his style is like ballsy Ed Sheeran you know what I mean yes. I'm into it I'm into that mm. But what is it? It's kind of poppy. Don't need more of it. Wow. You know what I mean? Got enough of it. Like, I wasn't really into Lewis Capaldi because I was like, what a great voice. I've kind of, I've heard this stuff, right? You know, this kind of vibe. And here we are with another one. No, Lewis Capaldi, I think, is so unique. Yeah, his voice is unique. But it's the same ballady songs. No, but, but it's singer songwriter, no. isn't it? That's the genre. It's it's they're all going to sound quite similar, but it's what they each bring to that genre. I, so Lewis Capaldi's got the voice, and he, and it. he's got a lot of depth to his music as well. I yeah. think. But I remember when singer songwriter meant that you had your own style and your own thing, rather than just ballad. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Tracy Chapman doesn't sound like Donovan. It doesn't sound like. Paul Simon, you know what I mean? It's true. Whereas, like, Lewis Capaldi does sound a bit like... Mm. But So, I mean, it was fine. I liked it. His voice is, ama- is amazing. Amazing mm. voice. Probably won't ever listen again. Wow. Yeah. Not a single one? Not a single one. That's heavy, that. <laughs> what would you rate it then out of five? Uh, 2.5. Oh, you're Just very average. What did you call me? Oh, annoying. Annoying. <laughs> All right. What did you call me? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, there you go. I-, I thought, to be honest, all of the music I listened to this week was pretty below par. Wow. Yeah. 
REM was definitely underwhelming. I had high hopes for it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I was kind of like, could this be, you know, some more some more undiscovered dad music that I could get into? Along with like, you know, your Eric Clapton's and maybe your Bruce Springsteen. Could this be could this be something that, no, it's not. And if mm. your dad listens to this, your dad's a bit grey. He needs to spice wow. his life. <laughs> your dad orders plain Nando if he listens to our area. I'll say that. There's mm. there's no flavours here. Just plain Nando's. Mm. Yeah. With mashed potato on the side. It's so funny. <laughs> Amazing. You know what? I I regret that we didn't do if this album was a Nando's, what would you rate it? Do you know what I mean? Like what would you wow. give it? And you give it a mashed potato rather than that five. Dish. That would have been better. What no spicy rice here. Just plain mashed wow. potatoes and maybe a corn on the cob. Oh, <laughs> corn on the cob is the best, side. Corn on the cob is the best. I hate corn but on the cob. There's no spice to it, is there? Hey, you can, you know. I never knew can you it? could, but I got delivery because I do delivery now, you know. And I got... <laughs> Grace the medium, was so animated about this. The medium <laughs> spice on the corn on the cob. It was wild. It was wild. I, I was in my comments then about the corn on the cob. Yeah. Corn on the cob is the worst food in the world. You it's are a joke. Bad. You are a joke. You are a it's joke. Bad. It's literally one of the best things KFC does. It's the, it's oh, the, no, no, the, no, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. The chicken, pal. KFC nah. do the worst corn on the cob. KFC are just should not do corn. They should be banned from doing corn on the cob. No, they shouldn't. It's, it's the, the wettest, <laughs> flavourlessest corn on the cob ever from KFC. Sorry. <laughs> the, the worst one, sorry. <laughs> the the, the flavourless just, I don't know, what, <laughs> don't know what the word would be. Least flavoursome. Okay. This shows you what you th- what we thought about this week's albums, that we're more willing to argue about corn on yeah. the cob. This is the most are. animated I've got so far. <laughs> and this is probably where we're at in Liverpool at this time, in it in 2020. It's like, which does the best corn on the cob? Because <laughs> <laughs> we can't do anything else except get food delivered. So it's like... <laughs> Amazing. Okay, so uh, would you rather uh, automatic people, I've just done it again, automatic for the people or without fear? We're all going for without fear, right? Absolutely. No messing around. Brilliant. And let's do ratings. So, uh, Adam, what would Mm. you rate automatic for the people? One. (laughs) (laughs) And I I was thinking about this because I rated Taylor Swift 2.5, which is possibly a little harsh. So harsh. But it's we can't. so harsh, not a little harsh. That's you like a just... five star, not a five compared to that. We can't amend it, I know. If I could amend it, I'd give it a 3.5 or something. Ooh. I'll amend but, it. <laughs> but, please do. But, um, yeah, this is a, a one. It's it's not terrible, it's not Tommy status, which was like a zero, but it's, it, it's, it's not good. But the thing is, it's got two great singles on it, hasn't it? So... <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. What do they say about a broken clock? Right, at least once a day. <laughs> Amazing, fair enough. Isn't it twice a day? Yeah, that makes more sense. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not too good with the time. <laughs> I'm still on one of those my first watches. <laughs> Amazing, Grace. What um, are you rating this album? I'd give it a two. Cool. Generous. There's got to be room for something worse because I can believe that there's worse than this. Mm. Yeah. What did I... So I rated... What was last week's album? I can't... Oh, Master of Puppets. I gave it 1.9. I think this is... This is way worse than that, isn't it? Mm. That's true. I gave that 1.9. So this is probably like a 0.9, isn't it? Or like a (laughs) 0.5. Like it really was a bummer. Yeah, it was. Was, was. I'm going 0.5, guys. Wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Amazing. Guys, we'll all lift our spirits because it's time for us to quiz. Brother.
Okay. Are you ready, guys? Born Are ready. you ready to rumble? Right. Um, am I right in thinking that we are on an equal playing field right now? It's all to play for. I believe it's two all, isn't it? Yeah, come on. Oof, I've come been on. lacking these past couple of weeks. You've been lacking and slacking. Right. Okay. Matt, I can feel it in the air. I can feel you taking this from Adam's mitts. Wow. I believe in you. Thanks, pal. You know, you're meant to stay like unbiased in this whole know, thing. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. It absolutely was the most biased Beatles heavy quiz of the century. So get in the bin, get off my train. <laughs> Wouldn't board your train if you were given free <laughs> year long passes, pal. <laughs> right, okay, right. <laughs> Round number one general music facts. Fact number one. Stop whispering, please. The oldest, <laughs> <laughs> the oldest musical instrument in existence is the drum. Fact number two. Listening to pop music improves your ability to learn and memorize when studying. Fact number three. The longest recorded song in the world lasted for 13 hours one three hours. I was so disappointed. I hope you. I hoped you were going to say thirteen years. Then. <laughs> okay. Was it the oldest instrument in the world as a drum? Listen to pop music and improves your ability to learn and memorize when studying. Or the longest recorded album in the world lasts for thirteen hours. Which is the lie? Did you want to ask a question, Adam? Sorry, do you want some clarification? No, I, was, no, I was just—I thought you were going to ask Francis, and I hadn't—I hadn't. Oh God! Oh no! Give some time. I've, I've, I've got it now. Oh, you ready? That's, do you want to go first? Uh, yeah, can do. Um, go on. Go on. Talk us through. On. Come on, think out loud. Think out loud. Yeah. yeah. Drums are such a simple, like the drum, mm. as we know it, like with mm. you know metal and all that, is fairly new. But the drum as an <laughs> instrument, very, very old like calfskin over a bit of wood been around for millenniums so so that makes that makes sense being the oldest i can't think of anything else being older guitars now or stringed instruments now horns now oh horns oh, do you know God. what i mean you can you can pick I, I, up I, I, a stick i'll and... answer them okay so i'm not gonna go to it again yeah, yeah you can um so and then b uh pop music i've heard that before i do think that there is a um, something I don't know. Yeah, I'm going for C. You're going for C being no. the lie. C being the mm. lie. I think there's one longer. Ooh. That's it. That that's exactly what I was going to say. Because I've heard about songs that like literally, like they play a a note every half an hour. Yeah, isn't there mm. isn't there one still going on? Like there's a a concerto or something like that that's been going for like ten years. Yeah, I think Grace, you're going to tell us it was thirteen years. That's what I'm. That's what I'm going for, but I'm going the same as Adam, and not because Adam said it. And can I just say, um, the drum, right? What a what a special thing! Mm. You use your hand to smack something as hard as you can, and it makes this beautiful noise. Mm. I love drums. drums Come good. on, yeah. Come on. It's a very special, and that's why electric drums are an issue. Yes, because you yeah. don't get that resonating, big yeah. hitting that wood. Hitting that, do you know what I mean? It's something special. It's the power in the arm. It's the mm. whack. And that's, that's why John Bonham, one of the best, because it's not what he plays, how he plays it. Mm. Oof. Very important. Yeah. Hashtag ring go so, to. So, so you're both going for C? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You're probably going to shout at me, but anyway. Uh, so, you're both wrong. Oh, what? Dun, dun, dun. So, the longest recorded... Um, and officially released song lasted for 13 hours. You are right. There is still an ongoing right now song, apparently, in the world, mm. where there is a note is played, something like every hour or something ridiculous like that. Um, but this is like done. Sound sealed, delivered, released. Not ongoing right now, you know. Um, so the lie was actually pop music. You brushed yeah. over that one, didn't you? Pop music actually 
decreases your ability to learn and memorize when studying. I mean, it's pretty obvious, it's, isn't it? It's classical music that helps you. Come on, guys, oh, you knew this. You knew this. You knew it. Come on. Come on. Do better. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> right, round two. Hey, Grace, if this we round. did some classical albums, would you be up for that? I'd absolutely be up for that. Yeah, I'd be well up for that too. All around there. Right, okay. Um, round two about artists. Okay, general artists. Okay. Bob Marley and his song, I Shot the Sheriff, is actually about birth control. <laughs> <laughs> Um, fact number two Pink Hates her stage name Because she feels like It feeds into the stereotype Of girls liking pink But now she can't change it She's too big Fact number three Obama What a guy Did you know he was an artist? A musical artist? Obama Has won Two Grammy Awards For Best Spoken Word Artist Mmm Guys, which is the lie? Guys, I think I've peaked in. Not gonna lie, this round's this round's great. This is a solid round. Mm, come on. So, which is the lie? Bob Marley, I shot the sheriff. Is actually about birth control. Pink hates her name because it feeds into a stereotype, but she can't change it. Obama has won two Grammy awards for best spoken word artist. Okay, got it. What's the lie? I didn't think Bob Marley wrote "I Shot the Sheriff." You thought it was Clapton? I thought Clapton wrote it, yeah. Nah, cover. Mm. Is there a bit of an issue with him covering that? You know? No, because he's not... No, because he doesn't really do it in like a reggae voice or anything like that. Uh, it's pretty... Uh, it's pretty reggae, but no, I, I don't... He doesn't do the voice writing. Do the voice. It's not done in a or anything. Think. Well, we're learning new things every day. That's it. Right, guys. Adam, we came to you first last time, so Matthew... Yes. Sure, sure, sure. It's down to you to kick us off. Cool. Which is the lie? Mm. Adam knows, doesn't he? Oh, I don't know. He knows. Who can say? Oh, man. I don't know. Um, I reckon Pink is called Pink because she's like, it's like the opposite of what you said. Yeah, I am a woman mm. and so what? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's one of his songs. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bob, Bob Marley is, is, but I shot the sheriff. It doesn't make sense, does it? Mm. So it's about birth control, is that what you said, Grace? Yep, about birth control. About, but like about the lack of, or about the fact that it exists, or like what? What is the? What's the issue? You know I mean? so deep. <laughs> it's it's just. <laughs> It's just about, it's about birth control. What I'm doing is just asking you questions to see how deep you can keep the yeah, line. I don't think this can be allowed, really. Yeah, you're hoping I'll elaborate. Yeah. yeah. Very we, sneaky. I feel like we should have an answer soon. Mm. Now. Yeah. An answer now. Okay, cool. I'm going for... Um... <laughs> <laughs> An answer now. <laughs> I'm going for Bob Marley, but I want to pick Obama, but I'm going Bob Marley. Okay. Okay. You want to pick Obama, but you're going for Bob Marley. Yeah. That makes sense. Go, 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 Adam. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, I think it is uh, Bob Marley. Um, I can imagine Obama has won a Grammy for spoken word for maybe like an audio book, autobiography, something like that. Um, or when, maybe even one of his speeches. Do they do Grammys for speeches? I don't know. When What's you've got there? a smooth voice like but this, yeah. who hasn't mm. won a Grammy for a spoken yeah. word? To be fair. A great, a great orator is Obama. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'm going to go with... I shot the sheriff, but I didn't shoot the deputy. If you think about bear control, if shooting the sheriff is zapping that baby out your uterus, what's the deputy? But- what are you not shooting? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> or is that a... Con- Ooh, or is that a... Ooh, maybe... <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with A. Okay. Again, you are both wrong. Guys, um. <laughs> you are terrible this time. So Obama, of course, that silky smooth voice has won two Grammys, 2006 and 2008. Excellent choices, Grammy awards. Um, Bob Marley, I shot the sheriff is about birth control. So Bob Marley was very disgruntled 
that his girlfriend was taking birth control pills, which in my opinion, get in the bin, Bob Molly. Keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah. If she wants she wants to control that birth, fine. Yeah. She control that birth. <laughs> um, yeah. And so the doctor who prescribed the birth control pills, he was so angry at him. The doctor later became the town sheriff. Hence. So he I wrote a song sheriff. on it saying this guy was angry at me, but he was right and became sheriff. What a mad. I literally thought it was about shooting a sheriff. No. Full stop. Anyway. He was just fuming at the doctor. Um, but yet the lie was about Pink hating a name. She doesn't hate a name, actually. And oh, there are, um, I think there's two or three reasons why she landed on the name Pink for her name. And one of them is a little bit inappropriate for the pod. Yeah. Um, but you can research that in your own time. <laughs> You're not going to say it. <laughs> no. You can research that in your own time, fellas. Um, Right, guys, this final round, book your ideas up, please, because someone needs to win. Adam just found out the reason. Did you find out the reason why, Adam? No. Oh, I thought you did. (laughs) Right, book our ideas up. Um, Okay. Round number three, all about that snorefest that is (laughs) REM. Fact number one, shiny, happy people. Not on this album, is it? No. no. Shiny Happy People was originally planned to be the theme tune for Friends. Oh, I hate Friends. Mm. Shut up. Friends is great. Fact number two. Peter Book, band member Peter Book, got very drunk on an airplane, went on a rampage and attempted to steal the cutlery. From Again, the that's boring. That's boring. Born mm. like you go on a rampage, you got to steal cutlery. <laughs> Stop trying to fly the plane. Uh. <laughs> um, fact number three the drummer Bill Berry once broke his wrist before a performance and soldiered on anyway. Mm. Who cares? <laughs> Which is the lie? Was it Friends theme tune? Was it cutlery stealing rampage? Was it broken wrist, soldier? Are you ready, Adam? I'm ready. Let's go. I reckon. I reckon they did. I mean, I've never listened to Shiny Happy People. I probably won't. Um, <laughs> but I reckon they were going to try and use that because there's around the same era. You know, Friends started in '94. You know, '92. This album, I'm pretty sure they had an album after it. Yeah, so I can imagine. <clears throat> I can imagine they would go for that. Um, I'm going to say. Uh, broke his wrist. I don't think he. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't think he did carry on. Um, mm. You don't think he's made of tough stuff? No, I, I don't think he's good. A uh, good enough drummer. The songs are boring enough, but you can do it. <laughs> he's one not good enough. <laughs> but I don't think he's a good enough drummer. Nothing mm. that I heard on the album made me think, "Oh, this drummer's really technically great." Nah, you can mm. play four four. Well done. Well, or surely six, it's, maybe it's easy to play with a broken wrist then. Well, yeah, you just kind of solved that for yourself. Mm, don't care. <laughs> I'm right. So, <laughs> so sorry. Wait, oh, so you think that the, the wrist one is a lie? Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Matthew? I, I don't think the Friends <laughs> one is a thing. But saying that, I can imagine, like, they picked it originally, do you know what I mean, and then they changed it. Mm. But that's quite a fa- You definitely know that song, Asm. You may have just, like, forgotten it. Shiny Happy People? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, but you think that one's a lie? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I've got no idea. <laughs> Okay. My guys, one of you has found the lie. One of you. Again, we don't need our tiebreaker. One of you is taking the lead from the other. Wow. It is not a level playing field anymore. The Neil Bros. It is. Adam is our winner. I knew he'd be too boring. You're right. Well, Actually, though, what did happen whilst they were touring on stage, Bill Berry had an aneurysm. That's what I read. Yes, but he, he did. soldiered on not just for the rest of that performance, for the rest of the tour. He had a flipping aneurysm on stage. Mm-hmm. Interesting thing to happen, though. So, it's the most you know. interesting thing about this band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Um, back on the throne. So, back guys, Adam, you, you're back in the lead, but it's still, still, Matt, it's not out of your out of your reach yet. It is. I believe in you. Come on. Thanks, no. Grace. Guys, I've been Grace. You know what you've been. <laughs> Brother, brother, face off. Grace, so you've done five weeks of a catchphrase and now you don't even finish it. You know You're who like, you've already been. You, what you expect the fans, the fans can finish it off. Wow. <laughs> you think people go, I've been great. <laughs> so you think you think it's on the same level as nice to see you. To see you. Nice. That's what you think it's on the level. It's basically the same thing. In Grace's head, wow. she sees someone sitting on the bus listening to El Nilo and under their breath they go, I've been great. <laughs> they just fill it in for themselves give yourselves a pep talk guys <laughs> amazing guys would you like to know what next week's albums are always we are going to listen to Take Care by Drake Ooh. we're going flipping Drake wow Drizzy. To, <laughs> Drizzy. 2011 okay, we're going there oh. and we're comparing it to Confessing by Little Mix yeah uh. Oh, my chair. <laughs> my, chair. my chair broke halfway through that. Oh my, go- <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is that how excited you were? That scared the hell out of me. thought I was about to die. <laughs> As when you're not excited to listen to Confetti by Little Mix. I, I, it's going to be an interesting week, I think. It's going to be interesting. That will be interesting. Yeah, We'll, we'll see how it goes. Mm, more interesting than... Uh, it's not, di- not, <laughs> it's not difficult. Grace's dog having a poo is more interesting. Than <laughs> Which is, seems to be a weekly feature on Elvenida at the moment, Grace. Amazing. So thank you so much for listening. Why don't you subscribe to the podcast? You can follow us on Instagram at Elvenido. And I am at Matt Courtney Music. Adam, you are at... Adam Courtney 95. And Grace... At Grace underscore Salmons. Brilliant. And guys, we've got some exciting news. But we are on the Ranking the Beatles podcast this <gasps> week. Out yes. today. Go and find them. Go and look for them. When we talked about our interesting weeks, we didn't mention that. But that is definitely yeah. the okay. best thing that has happened to us A highlight. Week. Definite highlight. Absolute highlight. I'm going to say, guys, it might be a, a, the highlight of the year. Guys, so much wow. happened in that podcast to be highlights. Yes. Guys, we are the worst. That's it. We but forgot about so much. If you want to know what happened, go over and mm. listen. Because mm. they are good friends of ours uh, mm. and they are doing a great job. Jonathan and Julia, really great. Yes. And great. you might even hear a little exclusive from Grace on Ringo's drumming. So, I mean, it is <sighs> worth going and listening to. So wherever you get your podcasts, go and check them out. Uh, and we'll see you then. Adam, if people want to help the podcast us, mm. how, do, how do they do that? There's a variety of ways. There's a mm. variety. Um, first of all, tell your friends. Tell, tell go your and friends. tell. Here's a challenge. Go and tell three different people Ooh. about this podcast. Mm. Three different people. Give it a share on your Instagram story. No, comment, share, like, subscribe. Uh, leave us a review if you're on a review and five stars very helpful very helpful for us um, we have merch the merch is still up is that correct get it that is. merch get it's on Teespring merch. you search on Teespring El Vanilla it's on there pretty sure there's a link in, in, in our bio but if not I'm sure we can put one on there mm. um, yeah follow us on Instagram give us a shout out email into it maybe don't email into it. email into us if you want we've got an email address somewhere yeah El um, at gmail.com there you go. Tell us if you listen. Listen along. Listen along to Little Mix. Listen along to the following albums this coming week. Listen along to these albums. Tell us what you think about R.E.M. Do you like them? Do you think they're boring? Did this album send you to sleep? That means to sleep, I tell you. Mm. Uh, 
And yeah, just interact with us. That sounds like I'm begging now. Interact with us. <laughs> Talk to us. Don't beg it. Um, but yeah, get involved. Wear the mouth. Get the merch. Get around it, folks. Get around it. Get around it. Amazing. Thank you, Adam. It's going to be a good week ahead. We pray that you stay real safe. Um, uh, mm. And we're going to be listening to Take Care by Drake and Confessy by Little Mix. And we look forward to seeing you again next week. Bye. Bye.